This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, October the 4th, 2022, episode 403. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your weekly source for the latest on the video game industry with, of course, some common sense political takes. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. You can check out all of my daily daily political antics by visiting my website, nickcraig.com. And if you miss any portion of this program, I encourage you to check out our website, infectionpodcast.com. Joining us is actually the webmaster of infectionpodcast.com uh, send any comments at webmaster at infectionpodcast.com those will be forwarded to brian with an i aldrich hello uh mr webmaster hope you're hope you're doing well i'm doing very well if you want to find me at brian aldrich and gab parlor getter truth social and uh, if you want to check out my blog biteoftech.com and Are of you course the webmaster said, yes i'm the webmaster there as well oh, uh, but the, you know the primary place you want to go is infectionpodcast.com <laughs> and if you look on the upper right hand side there there's a place where you can join our discord server and that's a great place if you want to maybe reach one of us or submit news topics to cover on the day's show uh, you can do that in the news channel there's also 11 arc servers running and politics we got a number of hidden channels so if you want to join a particular group in there uh, there's some other channels you can go to as well just jump in and uh, and start talking if you want to watch the show, you can do that on Twitch or YouTube. Then at the lower right hand side, so we got all the podcast forms, which is pretty much mostly what we are. Uh, and so if you're going to be listening to the show, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. And uh, and those are uploaded after the live show is done. We record it live and upload the, uh, the cut up version there. And then if you are at that point, you can check out the show notes. We have show notes for each episode that we have done with links to articles that we refer to, videos that we play on the video um, and source material. If you're looking to see where we got that information, just jump in there and check it out. And you can follow along while you listen. And perhaps if you're looking for a low bandwidth environment, you can play a video while we're playing a video and see it without having to watch the whole video form of the show. It makes it really easy. If you want to support us, there's a support option up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Yes, sir, there is. And Brian, you bring up a great point about the show notes and being able to go back and reference things that we may have talked about in the past. And it's very yes. interesting because, uh, well, for folks that uh, uh, follow followed the show for a while, uh, the YouTube video has timestamps in there. So I've got a, Brian built a, when Brian was a, a young lad in school, he built this uh, application uh, that helps us helps me keep track of all of our topics. And so there's timestamps on YouTube, which is uh, very helpful for some topics, including our first topic today, Brian, I'm taking over control yes. and I'm starting with this topic come hell or high water. And that is the announcement from everybody's favorite company, Alphabet, that Google Stadia is, in fact, no more. Oh, yes. I don't even know where. A shocker, huh? Yeah, shocker is uh, is is the word to say. So, um, according well, to remember this two report, months ago they said that those were all rumors. You know, the, the they, shutdown rumors were they were purely rumors. Never, you know, not shutting down. Of course not. Keep buying our product. Uh, you know, don't worry about the stock. Correct. So this was announced a couple of days ago, late last week. Uh, they said in a press release, Phil Harrison, who is the general manager over at Stadia, 
said in a press release. While Stadia's approach to streaming games for consumers was built on the strong techno- uh, technology, that should be technical foundation, uh, which, by the way, it is, and it, it, Google's tech has always been top-notch, it hasn't gained the traction with users that we expected. So we've made the difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia streaming service. Stadia owners will continue to have access to their libraries until January the 18th of 2023, which is not that far away at all. And all Stadia yeah. hardware purchases made through the Google Play Store, as well as game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia Store will be refunded. Now, Brian, a lot of folks are sleeping on this part of the story. Google has zero obligation to refund anybody for anything. Zero obligation yeah. as a business. They provide Terms of the service, service you accepted, signing up Absolutely. for the service prevents them from ha- being required to refund your money. When you purchase, you do it knowing that there's a possibility the service could shut down, the game will no longer be available in your country. Whatever it is, that is a possibility, and those terms of services cover it all. Well, and and I think it's important to note that you know a lot of people are you know oh bad guy Google and evil Google and you know sure there's plenty of legitimacy to that, but I think this goes to show you that at least with the people that are deci- that are making the decisions for Stadia, they do yeah. they did truly want to build a really good service and were they just said it hasn't gained traction and that's been the problem from day one. The services nobody's argued that the tech isn't good or that the um, you know the, yeah. the underlying things it's just that there's no traction part of that because of the tech in some regards developers had to essentially make custom versions of their game to run on stadia's platform um and it's the chicken and the egg what comes first the games or the yep. players developers don't want to make a game without the players players don't want to play without the games you are very much straddling yep. a line there of uh of uh almost impossibility and I think I think that's uh, for what they were trying to do. It's still early in the market because I think uh, Microsoft, as we've talked about before, I think they're going to be very strong in providing you games that are part of this big library that you already own that you can either play on a phone streaming it, or you can play on a device streaming it, or you can play it locally. Like that's all there. But I think the future where we are kind of going as technology moves along and we hit some limitations and walls is that I think that the computers that we have are going to be more of an instance, kind of like where we came from, terminal type of systems. I still think that's the direction we're going because I don't think that a phone in your pocket is going to provide you what you're expecting to receive. Uh, once people get used to, well, I expect 8K everywhere, and I expect it to be instant, and I expect all this and that with huge storage requirements of data. Uh, it, I think you're going to be at a point where you're kind of seeing a screen that is, you know, at a data center somewhere and you don't really have your local device. I think we will get there, but you know, this wasn't trying to do that. This was trying to do that purely with games. It wasn't giving you a high power remote computer that, you know, that can do whatever you want without having to have a full computer in your pocket. Right. They were trying to make it to where you could play phone game games on your phone streaming yet making you buy every single game and then also making it not easy. Um, you know, there just wasn't a ton of games. You can just pick it up and say, oh, which game do I want to play today? Oh, I got to buy a game for 60 bucks. Oh, I already own that game. You know, we talked about that before. A lot of these games they wanted you to rebuy, you already owned. It wasn't like uh, GeForce Now where they're telling you, just let's go ahead and take your current library and you can play it remotely. You can stream it. Uh, this made a lot of purchases, which I think turned people off. 
Brian, at this point in time, I would like to take us back at this point 20 months, back just 20 months and two days to February the 2nd of 2021 when we had this conversation on your illustrious Infection podcast. Um, do we start the countdown, Brian? January? I mean, do you have the book nearby? Is it is it is it possible that mm. we say that January of next year? Is this is this too bold of a prediction that this service will cease to exist? I can't. Stadia will cease to exist altogether. Well, I think I think about this. Okay, maybe not this. Maybe it won't cease to exist. They will have announced the shutdown by January of next year, where they'll say we are not selling any new games. You can continue to use the service till the end of 2022 or something like that. I don't see how they can go 12 more months. What's coming out in the next 12 months? What big AAA title? GTA is not ready. There's not another new Fallout. We know that the new Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, whatever it's going to be called, is at least two years away. So there's not a new AAA game. Cyberpunk, I think, was maybe it, but it wasn't exclusive on the platform. And again, you could literally play it on six other devices. There's no reason to play it on Stadia. Um I I I don't see think what, of they what other do. games. Yeah, I can't think of any more big games, right? Something that's going to drive people to a platform. Be like, wow, this game sucks yeah. on my computer. I really need to go get Stadia to play this. I just I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't think there's um, anything they can grab even to to do that that people would be willing to do. There's no company that would be willing to take that risk because the Stadia is so small. Google would have to pay them so much <laughs> to just say we're going to put it on because there's no there's nobody there i mean you're going to sell you're going to lose all your customers to go exclusive on stadia i just can't imagine anybody doing it so so we as talked about the service would be shutting down by the end of 2022 and brian i'd say you know them shutting it down january the 18th of 2023 i'm going to call that within the margin of error uh and say that Yeah. yeah your your infection podcast brian we I, again, I don't like to brag or be a trendsetter, but we called it. Yeah, Stadia, Stadia is gone. There we go. No more, uh, <laughs> no more Stadia. It's shutting down. And I, yeah, exactly. Well, you said I have the book right here. We went and looked. We pulled it up. Stadia, uh, no more. And I think you were being generous. I, I mean, they they lasted longer than we thought for sure. Well, and let me let me give you uh, some background on of, this. The episode for a long time losing money. The episode on February the second of twenty twenty one that we just played, which will have in the show notes. The title of that episode was "Rip Stadia," which was short sighted on me. Now I can't use that headline again. Um, I'll have to <laughs> something else. But the reason it was called "Rip Stadia" was because this is when they announced they were shutting down all of their studios. And at that point, yep. in this point, we're talking twenty months ago. They announced that they were shutting all of their studios down. No first-party studios. And at that point, it didn't seem feasible that they could operate even 12 more months without allowing a shutdown or without announcing it. They lasted eight months over that, 20 months in total, and now are shutting down here at the beginning of the year. Uh, Daddy English says the business model was doomed to fail. I I agree with that. But this thing was – they indicated they were shutting this thing down. 20 months ago when they shut down their studios because you go back and watch that episode there was no games on it then there's no games on it now that's always been the problem yeah well in the games that are on there this is something that i've, I've been reading that 
some of these studios were kind of caught off guard because two months ago, as we said, Google's indicated that there was no, you know, we, everything's fine. We're not shutting down. Uh, and they didn't hint to their studios. They didn't give them a heads up that they were just going to have this quick shutdown. And so now, I don't now mean all to... these studios are trying to figure out ways to port all their things out so people can get their save games. I get don't, their progress. I don't t intend to beat up on developers and that's not my goal. But Brian, if you honestly believed that Google was going to keep this service running, I don't care what they yeah. told you. <laughs> if you, in your heart of hearts, believed that Google was going to keep this service running, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. I mean, there was just no chance yeah. in any way, shape, or form that Stadia would make a comeback. They haven't, they haven't developed yeah. an, a first-party game in almost two years. And look at this well, list of games. Yeah. One interesting thing is there's a guy who's been playing Red Dead Online, and he has 6,000 hours of progress purely on Stadia. Oh, uh, that's tragic. <laughs> oh. And I, I, one thing is I understand a lot of these other companies will probably give you ways to pull things out. Uh, Rockstar, on the other hand, isn't always nice <laughs> about these type of things. I don't think they're going to care about this dude in his 6,000 hours because they're busy making Grand Theft Auto 6. Well, so this guy now with six thousand hours on a on the online version of the uh, of Red Dead Two, that, that that really sucks for him because that's a a lot of progress and achievements and everything else on that platform. It, it is, and and it's un, it it was, and we we talked about this on uh, on the computer show on Sunday, Brian. And you know, one of the things was you know how long do, does this service stay alive? And and I mentioned in our in the conversation that. One of the hesitations for lots of folks, myself included, I know you, and probably a majority of our audience, was we weren't sure the longevity of the service, and many folks yep. were afraid to invest. Now, looking back at it, the fact that they're refunding everybody everything that they purchased, the risk yep. wasn't that high, but at the time, we didn't know that. You know, you wouldn't come out and say, hey, we've got this new service, and if it doesn't work out, we'll refund you. I don't think that's necessarily a good strategy out of the gate. Yeah. But I think I would have been, and I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just fooling myself. I think I would have been more interested in the service, or at least given it a second look, if I knew that I wasn't going to be out, a out money, a device, or whatever when the service shut down. Um, I, again, I think that's, I think a lot of people are bearing the lead on this, that Google has zero obligation to refund this and they're doing it for, it's not like you're going to, they're not going to take your hardware back. They're just going to refund you. No. You're just going to get your no. money back for your controller and everything that you've got and the games and the add-ons. And by the way, the developers are not, Google's not going to be requesting refunds from the developers. Google no. is going to so be. So it's actually a benefit for developers. It's a benefit for everybody. people only had the game on this, well, except for Google. If the, if the people had all the game only on this platform and they purchased it and the developer, you know, this is an indication for them to hurry up and do this, decide to put a way to export your game so that you can bring it into another platform uh, save, well, then there you go. Uh, they're going to go turn around, buy your game again on another platform, and you get your money again as a developer. So, you know, for them, it does work out. And there is an encouragement if they sold enough copies is the big question. If they sold... To, uh, you know, 100 copies, that may not be worth the time for them to really do much and, and put some time into it. You sell thousands of copies, 
maybe it'll be worth their time. I unfortunately fear that it is the first that you mentioned and that there might have been, you know, hundreds of copies sold, which is yeah. not which is just not a lot unfortunately. Um yeah, this shouldn't have been a surprise. I don't remember when I saw it sometime late last week um and while I wasn't expecting it when I did, it wasn't a shock at all. Daddy English saying was doomed from the start really once they shut down their dev studios. And yeah, it was, you know, you can go back to their very interesting launch of the service in 2019. Um, yeah. And at the time, because I went back, I watched almost our entire episode back on February the, the 2nd today while I was doing some stuff around the house. Brian, at the time, we were still talking about it being called. Uh, X Cloud and Game Pass yeah. was really not. You even mentioned. I wish I had pulled the clip. You were like, Microsoft is really gonna. This service Microsoft is working on is really gonna revolutionize it and bring it forward. Because again, we're, we're you know Game Pass twenty months ago was it, it was still called Project X Cloud was the streaming thing. Yeah. It's now <laughs> fully integrated into everything. You absolutely hit the nail on the head with it. And Google just was unable to compete from the start. The idea yep. that a developer has to make a unique version of their game to run on Stadia, because as you mentioned, Brian, this is not the equivalent of NVIDIA Shield, where it's essentially renting a Windows computer to play games. Yep. This is proprietary, some sort of proprietary engine on Google infrastructure that these games are running on, and that is just a huge yep. lift for everybody involved. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and... And I found a copy, uh, someone posted on Twitter, uh, the email that went out to when they told the team, the internal team this, and it said, oh, there's an 8.30 a.m. Uh, meeting today, you know, so please, you know, meet for this. And that was where they told them that they were shutting the whole thing down. That was their notice, was an 8.30 a.m. meeting, and hey, everything's shut down. Uh, today. That was on the 29th. The 29th, what day was that? That was, uh, yeah, that's a, when you have so an that, all staff meeting was at 8.30 Thursday. on a Thursday, yeah. it's probably... It's probably not, you're probably not going to have a good day. But again, and, and I don't mean to defame anybody. Nobody, in, nobody should have believed for a second that this service was going to go anywhere anytime soon. If 20 months ago, them shutting down their first devs, their first party studios was not enough for you to go, hmm, maybe I need to get my resume up. Brian, I don't, know, I don't know what other sort of warning signs that you need. This thing, Google kept this thing alive to the, it probably for the people that had invested in the service. And they eventually got to the point where, they could no longer justify that, and now they're shutting it down. Yep. They were only doing this for the players at the end. They weren't doing. They weren't making anything. They were getting taken to the cleaners yep. on this. Yeah. Now listen to this. Here, here's in this email during the notice. Apologies for the short notice. We would appreciate it if you can please prioritize attending this meeting because you don't have a job anymore after this. Um, or check in with your manager afterwards if you can't make it. <laughs> well, to tell you that we're no longer, you know, this is no longer a project. I wonder uh, how no, big. No longer... Is there any indication how big their team was? Because there was no uh, they developers. Don't say it was. It must have. It was all. It must have all been programmers. Just all back end. All uh, yeah. Just, well, they just said yeah. They told and... told their own engineers, but they call everybody an engineer there. Uh, you know, software engineers and things like that. So, uh, hmm. you know, they just told them three hours ago on that day. So, I don't know. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stadia team size. Let me see if the. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious. Like, you know, depending, it, just looking at what they are really offering and providing. Um, you know, how big how big of a team they had. Obviously, when you have a studio, you've got a much larger team. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate for the players, as you mentioned. You know, these individuals that. Not that they won't get their money back, but the people that have got hours in these games and will that be transferable, that is obviously unfortunate. Yep. Um, but all in all, if you bought a couple of games on Stadia, you, you know, a little bit of a refund. It's like uh, getting a check back from the IRS uh, before they, you know, I before know. they hire 87,000 new agents and come and arrest you. Um, is, you know, hey, a little, uh, little payday, right? Maybe bought a couple $60 titles, didn't really play it all that much, get the money back and, yeah, buy something new that's coming out, I guess. I don't know. Well, you can just renew your uh, Xbox subscription and use their streaming instead. Yeah, there you and go. How soon until how soon until people hack the devices so that you can use them for other things? Well, aren't they just uh, Chromecasts? I don't know what they had. For, they're equivalent of Chromecasts, yeah. yeah. So, so, but I, mean, I don't know if there's any more power to them. I mean, you could stream something to yeah. them. But I assume I mean, they'd be a little bit more, because their Chromecast products are pretty weak. The the sticks are this was a, a bit stronger. This was a cube, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and they've always that. I mean, that, that's the thing is, I I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm the one who who pushed this idea back before they made it, right? The whole mm -hmm. Chromecast thing, and for, uh, the way that they've always implemented was just always short. They never quite do it right, and it's so frustrating because they always took shortcuts on trying to make these things. They made them too weak because they want to. Oh, you use your phone for the power of your device, all this stupid stuff. Um, and I think that when other companies come around. And do it right, like uh, Fire TV and Roku, and uh, now with you know streaming devices, the way that that Xbox is going to do it with you know something that's higher powered. I just that people will go to the thing that feels better, that's faster. People don't always want something super lightweight. Uh, the first one out the door, they usually want the one that's been fixed and made better a couple times. And 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 the thing is, Google always puts out a product and they they refuse to change it enough fast enough to keep up with what other people come out second. Yeah. So that is the demise. If you are a, a Google Bingo, boom, uh, person, uh, Google uh, Stadia individual, uh, I'm sure Google will, will send you some information on that. As I did on that show back on February the 2nd, Brian, of 2021, I'll thank our friend UGX Vibe who donated during our Stadia segment back 20 months ago. At that point, he was a subscriber for uh, 36 months. He is now at 56 months. Thank you very much. Wow. It is greatly appreciated. Um, I want to mention this real quick, Brian, before we get to our next topic. Overwatch 2 officially launched today, um, which back a couple of years ago would have been a big deal, um, but it's yeah. really more of just Overwatch 1 with a new name called Overwatch 2. Yep. Uh, it is Well, and Overwatch 1 is shut down. I mean, they're shutting down Overwatch 1. It's it shut down yeah. over the weekend, yeah. Um, and... A lot of the reviews out that I read just indicate, yeah, it's pretty much just it, they they keep calling it Overwatch 1.5. It's the most of the same players, a couple of name changes, some voice changes, some new maps. Yeah. Um, but a lot of folks seem very uninspired with it, um, and that is not. Yeah, Overwatch was really booming when it first came out. I'm yeah. not sure why they decided to even do something like Overwatch 2. You typically, like League of Legends and things of that nature, there's no League of Legends 2. You just keep that game yeah. up to date. Now, I know there was Dota 1 and Dota 2, but Dota 2 has been out for like 
15 years now. So um, take that for what it's worth. It's just seems interesting. I would expect more from Activision um, or Blizzard. Maybe I shouldn't, but um, it's unfortunate that they've shut down the first one to essentially bring forward a reskinned version of the first game. Reskinned version, of the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do I get? Do I have to buy it again? I mean, I looked at Battle.net. I'm gonna have to purchase it again for sixty dollars. I think that's kind of hmm. kind yeah. of bullshit, in my opinion. Well, um Another thing is they they're locking some of the heroes behind the battle pass. Oh wait, no, maybe and you so don't have to getting... watch it. No, maybe you don't have to buy it. Maybe it's free. Yeah, because yeah, I think they have a battle pass system now, and people are getting upset oh, it's because free you don't automatically get all the characters. Yeah, yeah, you don't get all the characters automatically, but you get some unlocked with the battle pass. Oh, uh, okay. Where with yeah, the old I... one, you pretty much had access to every character, right? You would you'd load yeah. in and you could get different skins and looks and and you know because I'm weapon looking skins and things like that. And and I had Overwatch one installed on uh, Battle.net, and I just clicked on the icon, and it says Overwatch two update. So I presumably. Um, if you have Overwatch one, you don't have to unlock care. So you get you do get something into it. But again, it just goes to the idea of why are you calling it Overwatch two if it's essentially just Overwatch again? Yeah. So it, it just came out today. It's available on uh, Xbox, PC, uh, PlayStation, and the Nintendo Switch. So um, I'll I'll update it and probably give it a shot this week. Um, well, yeah, I'll you can part. Hey, well. they, they have a tournament coming out. Did you hear about that for Overwatch two? No, well, the Overwatch one tournaments were miserable failures, so I'm sure these ones will be well, just uh, just. As, well, this just one's an LGBTQ plus tournament uh, <gasps> that they're doing Wait. this month. Wait, why do you it's, say that I only... can play in this? <laughs> well, they say it's open but not limited to. It's an open oh, but not okay. limited to transgender, Wait. non-binary, gender fluid individuals and women. So, does that indicate that the prior tournaments were LGBTQ folks were not allowed? Because I don't believe that's true either. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, they, well, they can't say that only no, uh, no, only white men. I mean, is pretty much what you can't say that on your banner and still get away with it. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. But when they you, did. They, yeah. When you say it's LGBTQ plus people and others and pretty much everybody else, you're indicating that the prior tournaments did not allow those individuals. Okay, and I just don't think that's that's true. Well, but it, okay, but it says it's open to any upper um, underrepresented uh, genders. So if you're underrepresented gender, not a man. I mean, we're the overrepresented gender. Anybody other than us is the underrepresented gender. Who is hosting? Who's who's hosting this event? Is this a is this a Blizzard? This is an official. This is the Overwatch League. Oh God Almighty! I mean, that's okay. So well, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I, I. it's not calling, limited to trans, yeah. Calling yeah. all heroes as well as women. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you've really just you've really just pigeonholed yourself with all of this. Um, wow. So let's see. They got all the women characters on the front of the page. There, no uh, McCray, no Reaper, no men. So that's that's big. Oh, they have a Discord. No server. trans men because no, they sure don't want this, any. They don't want any trans men. I'm sure this Discord server is. Top notch. I'm sure there's nothing, no trolling going on. In I just, there. I can't even bring my account to go there. I can't. Yeah, no, definitely. So, uh, equity. Well, here's, oh, well, here's a man. Uh, well, I don't want to assume it looks well, that, like a man. I, um, he, yeah, you can't, you can't assume. Yeah, that's isn't true. That, why? He's an overrepresented. How come he's allowed to be, to cast it? He's an overrepresented 
gender. Yeah. Oh, look at this. You can apply to be a caster. <laughs> Maybe I'll apply to be a caster. I mean, I'm literally... A, I'm sure they love a, you. To be fair, I am a, by definition, a professional broadcaster. I speak... You I are a professional broadcaster. There's no <laughs> reason they should accept you. Filling it out as we no, speak. I, I mean, you might as well fill it out and see what they say. No! You have to have applicant. a photo of yourself to be... Val Oh, no, no, you have, okay, to, you have to submit a photo of yourself to be uh, eligible. So to join, you have to ask for your name, Battle.net account, Discord account, social media links, and a photo of yourself. Just, that's I for, guess, to that's make for, sure. That's to get in the tournament. The tournament, yes. Yeah. Mm. To be a caster, there's a lot of stuff you got to do here. They say one's appearance and gender expression has no contingency on you your application. You think they'll fly me this out to this place? solely to assign an individual to your application. Hmm? I, I wonder if they'll, you think they'll fly me out. Where is this an online event, or am I gonna get? Am I gonna be able to go somewhere? Let's see. Uh, I've got a video, but it's called Caster Camp. Uh, that means they're gonna allow anybody to be in here and be a caster. Uh, Brian, I'm a lot better than everybody else. See, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. You're a professional. Maybe you can yes. teach the class. I mean, here, let us list overrepresented gender. Show you underrepresented gender. How you could, oh, that's called mansplaining. Yeah, I guess you can't do that, Nick. I'm sorry. They might hate that. This is all taking place online. Yeah. Well, can't you be gender fluid for the day? I'm not worried about being, I'm not worried about, I, no, I'm not worried about being gender fluid. I just thought I'd be, they'd fly me somewhere and I could, it would be fun. I'm not going to just sit here at my home and yell about, oh, May goes in with the, with the ultimate. No! You're going to have I mean, to have I'm a list of their, that. of their pronouns though. Cause if you say the wrong, he, him, or, she, or they, them, you'll, uh, you really get some people mad. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thanks, Brian. Anyway, thanks for sorry. thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for taking our conversation about Overwatch too, and really just making it about the important things here. Calling all heroes on a game that just came out, they're already hosting a tournament. That should be the indication of uh, how big of an update this is. Callingallheroes.gg is the website. And by the way, Brian, you can host your own event. We should host our own event. Call it the oh, Infection Podcast Invitational. <laughs> yeah, sure, that go over well. I mean, organize your own Overwatch community competition. On Twitter, planning an organization, plan or 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 organize a community event using Overwatch. There we go. We could. <laughs> Will they list us on their website? PH to a man's only league. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that's what they're looking for. <laughs> only overrepresented uh, genders, please. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, we need to move on. What what are we, okay, what, are we, we uh, what are we talking about next, Brian? You're uh, you're in charge. I'm putting you back in charge. All right. Well, maybe that's one thing. Idea, I actually. I okay. One thing I <laughs> I do want to have a little bit of an update. They did announce that they're they're looking to. It looks like it's going to most uh, most likely happen is that they're going to have uh, controller support for World of Warcraft. Yeah. Remember, I Isn't said something about this. I, I said that for them to really make this more friendly. They're going to have to do something like controller support, which is going to totally change the game and to, to provide it on other services. So that's one thing they've been talking about, looking at the code. Um, that, that It looks like that they may be getting some sort of controller support, but you, you know, what do you do with that bar? So if you're interested, especially with the streaming, it's just to put this on anything other than a computer, World of Warcraft has to be seriously changed. I think that was what I was getting at at the time. 
and it looks like they're starting to move forward with that as a way to simplify. Because uh, I think I was talking about, you know, let people play it on their phones, let them play it on mobile devices so that you can continue your progress and not be stuck at a computer sitting in your room. Yeah. Uh, looks like that's where they're going. So we'll see. Because it would be fun to play because if you can do it with a controller, you can pretty much play on a phone as well. Pretty much, uh, yes. Yeah. So a that's, lot of the uh, same, same, same stuff is there. Yeah, so pretty, something, pretty interesting uh, Something to coming see. down the... Um, well, and the, and the real question is, you know, they've got support for PlayStation and Xbox controllers. The real question is, when does World of Warcraft come to uh, xCloud or uh, not xCloud, yes. Game Pass streaming? Now, you probably you won't be able to install it probably, but when does it come to streaming? Because that would make perfect but exactly. Sense. And that, at that point, you have a little tablet, just like I was because I was kind of talking about this with my kids sitting in the back seat, you know, strap a, uh, a to tablet the to the back week, of the yeah. seat. Yeah, let them play with that. Well, then, you know, if you wanted to have an experience where people could play World of Warcraft on the road, that's the perfect way to do it. Have a screen, have a controller, and you could play that wherever you want. Um, and, well, and it would open up the door to a lot of games. And it's important to note that a game like World of Warcraft is online anyway. So the idea of, yes. oh, well, I don't have an internet connection doesn't matter for World of Warcraft or any of those other games. It's online already. Yeah, and at least your character will just stop moving and it won't, you know, go into some weird... You know, you'll yeah. disconnect from the service, and maybe if you reconnect fast enough, you haven't logged out, and then crazy things haven't happened to your character. Hmm. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Cyberpunk, because Cyberpunk yeah. has had some pretty big changes here. Uh, and there's we talked about in the last couple of weeks the show that's been on Netflix that's really pumped up the whole vibe and, and people being excited for it again. Uh, so there's been... Here, first of all, let's go over a couple things that have happened. They now have sold 20 million copies of the game because of, of the Edge Runner series that's been out there. People have been watching that and wanting to play. Some people you, that didn't own it before are purchasing it. Hmm? Have you watched it? I have not. I'm, I'm going to tell you good. I'll have to check it out. Well, I would assume with that many people, doing, it, it's more of like an anime. It's it's an animated thing. It's not a, uh, a regular gotcha. acting you know, with people and, and cameras and things. So, uh, but you know, it might be if it continues that kind of story and gets people excited because the whole universe, like when we played some, uh, uh kind of the D and D style of cyberpunk, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that universe that we were in. And I think, you know, we made it fun by how we did it, but I think that universe has a lot of potential. And so getting people into this whole cyberpunk type of, of universe opens up the doors to a lot of other games, just like RPGs and, you know, uh, magic and all that's its own thing. Cyberpunk could, is its own thing that I think ha, has not been overplayed yet. Yeah. Um, so that, so 20 million copies, and they've announced that there's going to be a full sequel to Cyberpunk 2077 now, because I, I assume because of this. They've codenamed it Orion, and they announced it on the, uh, I think about eight hours ago, <laughs> that they were going to, well, th this article came out eight hours ago, but they announced it during a presentation today that they're going to be having a full expansion uh, or a full sequel to Cyberpunk 2077, which I, when we wrote that other prediction of the book, the one right before that was about Cyberpunk. Being a huge flop. Uh, we said 10-27 of 2020. Nick said Cyberpunk will not release on December 10th. That's the one thing we were, we were well, talking I, about then. I was very accurate delays. about that. Yeah. We were very accurate. Um, and then 8-27 of 19, Cyberpunk overhyped and will fall short of expectations yeah, was still accurate but you know what they've they've been fixing it they've been putting out updates to it and now they're going to be putting a whole new version 
the new version of Witcher is going to be on Unreal Engine. One thing I'm wondering if the reason that they're doing a sequel is rather than releasing it under their piece of junk engine that they finally realized is just not capable of running things today, if they're going to do it under Unreal Engine 5. But what I don't understand is, well, there's a whole bunch of things I don't understand. But one of the things I don't understand is they are still in the process now of bringing out all of this new DLC and stuff like that. For They've announced mm-hmm. that there's going to be a DLC for the original Cyberpunk yes. that is not out yet. Is that still planned? And they're putting out a big patch, too, fixing all the, uh, the, the police officer AI. They're doing stuff to fix this one. But you know what? The next one is going to be online. Remember we talked about not, you know it being online a long time ago? Then the, the new sequel is going to be an online version. Same thing so, with the new Witcher. It's going to be online. So, okay, so hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So the okay. current Cyberpunk, they're going to be releasing a paid DLC for, and then they're also going to be releasing a completely separate new game? Yes, Phantom Liberty is the expansion. And then yes. Orion is the code yet. name for the... No, not yet. Okay. Um, it, it's a CP77, yeah. So that's going to be Cyberpunk 77 expansion. It's Phantom mm-hmm. Liberty. And then Orion will be that whole new project. Wow. So. so as you still have one smoldering pile of garbage, you're going to try and release another? Yeah, and I mean, they've been fixing it a lot. I think this yeah, is kind of one of those uh, No Man's Sky situations right now. It absolutely them. is. And I'm hoping that this big patch that they put out fixes a lot of the, the rest of the AI issues they've been having. Like, they're adding the ability to have car chases with police and things that GTA has had you know, from the beginning. But, uh, you know, this I think they're kind of getting it to the point of what they expected more visually and performance-wise of when they released. And then I think they're going to be doing it again right with a proper testing team this time and make a version rather because I think they've realized you can't come back fully and release and have everything be like it should have been just because you fixed it. I mean, look at no man's sky and like, for instance, you who refuses to play it still because of the flop. But I think for them, they realize put out a new one. That's on a different, different hardware or different uh, software put out something that works a lot better that online that's online that has all the things you promised and maybe people will play it from the beginning ph uh vck in the chat indicates a uh uh, brings up an important point saying cyberpunk the one that came out a couple of years ago took more than six years to make so it's not like Orin is going to happen for a while and apparently it's a new studio that's going to be working on it and that studio really hasn't even formed yet. So it's still very far out in yep. this. To me, it seems stupid to even do an announcement like that. It, it yeah. like let's and I again, I think it goes back to this idea and part of the you know some of the frustration that I have as a as a consumer, Brian, is you hyped up my game, you delayed it a couple of times, yeah. you released it in an unstable state. Now. It is going to, now. It is a lot better. I've heard from anybody that's played it; it's a lot better. But then you're going to charge me for a DLC, and at the same time try and say that, oh well, we're making a new game as well. Why don't we get Cyberpunk 2077 to its full featured form that you promised me at this point over two and a half years ago, and then talk about your expansion? It just seems it seems yeah. like it's done in bad faith. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can understand. And I think this was more of a investor's, you know, announcement 
it wasn't like, hey, PC Gamer, we have a new game. Of course, they knew that PC Gamer was going to get this. To be fair, they did put it out on Twitter. Yeah, they put it on Twitter announcing it. So, But one thing, too, this is their long-term product outlook is yeah. what they call it. Okay. They've announced that they're going to be doing a new Witcher trilogy, so three more Witcher games. Damn. Um, and and they're going to be doing some third-party, I think, other games in the Witcher universe, and then a whole other IP that they've announced, and we only know a code name for it, uh, called Hadar. Or Hadar, mm. I don't know which one it is. So, you know, they didn't they, they didn't take the uh, flop of Cyberpunk too hard because I, I was more concerned that they were going to be you know, struggling as a company and not moving forward. Because I like the Witcher universe. I think the Witcher games are really good. Uh, they're getting kind of old now. You know, a bunch of people bought it when the show came out. But I, I think, you know, doing it on un, a new engine and getting rid of the really old engine I, I'm really excited for the the possibility of what they can do on this now because imagine the graphics. They already look beautiful on their engine. Uh, it should look really good. And then not having Cyberpunk look like... Because Cyberpunk, you could tell, was built on a really old engine when yeah. you played it. I expected it to look a lot better, but when she got in there, you realized, oh, man, this thing is just being held back by this engine that they put it on. Yeah. Because the graphics it, weren't right. It was glitchy. If it's a new studio and they're this far out, which they which they obviously are, um, then there's no question about it. There's they're they're not they're going to be on the whatever the latest version of Unreal is, especially if they're moving the new um, Witchers that direction too. Yeah, and and that's and I've seen some screenshots and things. I think that supposedly are from the Witcher, and it looks good. Uh, I, you know, I think taking the whole engine development off their plate. And if they want to put something in, just having to add it to something that's already being moved, constantly moving forward. And they've said this a long time ago. That's the way to do it, especially on a platform like this, where obviously they were struggling to keep the engine up on the years when they were living off of Witcher. Because yeah. Witcher money came, was, it came in, and then they're continuing to do stuff and slowly improve the engine. Well, obviously not fast enough, because look at what technology did with all the other engines out on the market. Um, you know, it left them behind, and I think this woke them up. Cyberpunk woke them up to we can't put out a product because just because Witcher it was current when we put that out, people looked at it and didn't it didn't feel old. But you know, now you put out Cyberpunk on the same engine, it's like nobody wants to play that. You start to realize just like the nostalgia. We showed the videos of games that I played what when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, the graphics looked perfect. You know, they look great. The sound was amazing, and now you look at it, and, and and my kids would look at it and be like, what in the world is this? It, you can't hardly make out what that character even is. That's uh, pretty funny you say the sound. Yeah, you had a, a three-synth a three uh, three synth voice beeper system in your computer, and the sound was phenomenal. Well, I remember installing the Sound Blaster, um, the, the sound the sound Blaster card when it first came out. No, well, I had the one right before that, too, the 16. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I got that and I remember putting it in and then I played Wolfenstein 3D on that because before it was beeps on the little sound you know the, the soundboard it was the, yeah, the little vo- had, circle speaker yeah, yeah you had voices anyway, that, just, that, that, that it could make. yeah and you hear a little beep inside your computer you hear little things then I put that in and hooked speakers to it and you know what it sounded like it sounded like this when the door opened oh, that's, that's what it sounded like and I thought that was amazing that sounded like a door opening, you know, like a concrete door. But it's, mm. you know, so I, our expectation has changed, and I think that, especially with the changes now that we've seen from Unreal Engine, and you see like these super realistic worlds, 
that's now the standard. And I think a lot of companies are trying to figure out how do we put something that doesn't look like a, you know, a, a, an old game when people are putting out demos now of things where the grass looks ultra-realistic. Every rock looks ultra-realistic. I think it's kind of setting it to where studios are struggling to either do we make our games look more cartoony so that we don't have to adjust to that, or do we go for this ultra-realism while only a couple engines can do that? Yeah. It's very interesting, yeah. Uh, very interesting to watch and note. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that with uh, Witcher and... Um or with the Witcher games and uh, and the new Cyberpunk. Interesting stuff out of CD Projekt. Well, actually, right, hey, sure. do you want to see the one thing? Uh, they put in the new NVIDIA stuff. Do you want to show that video really quick? Yeah. Um, there's a video where they show the new NVIDIA DLSS and the ray tracing turned on. Now, of course, this isn't on Unreal Engine 5, okay. but, you know, see, just to show you, they are improving the technology in, the, in that game. And you can see here... Um, you know, it still looks like an old engine, but they are putting some of those newer technologies with the ray tracing, which I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's the ray trace. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it 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 definitely looks better. No, no argument there. Um, but you can still tell it's an old engine just by everything else around it. <laughs> well, look at the uh, FPS. I, I frames, see, is, that, is that same hardware though? That that can't be right. Oh, well, if, if for, uh, yeah, but if. Yeah, that can't be because a forty thousand GPU is a forty thousand series is not running at twenty nine frames a second. Well, no, is the RTX forty? Was it a forty series or a forty? Well, there is no such thing as an RTX forty. Well, that's what they said. They it said RTX. It's four thousand. Gonna... Yeah, four thousand series. It can't be a forty. Okay. I mean, it would be a. It, you could have a GTX forty, which would have been a card from like two thousand. Yeah. So the, okay. So here we go. So they show it with the <laughs> RTX forty eighty. With 12 gigs and uh, RTX 4080 with 16 gigs, and then they show. But that's what I'm RTX wondering is so like, like, but then what is this? What is the comparison here? Probably with DLSS off and RT. You're telling well, me a, ray a, a, you're so telling D, me a so DLSS 16, is what's doing that. You're telling me a $1,600 top of the line GPU is playing Cyberpunk at 22 frames a second? No, that's what I'm saying. This comparison doesn't make any okay, sense. But, okay, but no, no, no. But look. Okay, so what's weird is their graphic is, is what's messing you up. On Look on the lower left, it says RTX off. I on see. the lower right, it says RTX on. Yes. The stat, though, is for DLSS off with R ray tracing on. That's 22 frames per second when you, when you do ray tracing with no DLSS, I guess. That's not what the video is showing you, though, because the video is showing you with RTX on and off. Kind of weird. There's, there's it still doesn't make wrong sense. with the infographic. Yeah. Um. Okay, I see what I he's saying. If, so with yeah. so with ray tracing on, but with the DLLS off, you have twenty two frames a second. But there's no way on a four on a forty series card that that's what's happening. There's no way these cards these things are sixteen gig cards. There's no way that they're yeah. That but they're their playing. engine is pretty inefficient. I would yeah, I wonder I guess if there's so. just something yeah. crazy going with the point. with I'm, the engine slowing it down. That just I, I hate <laughs> I hate infographics like that that make it seem like oh wow. Like yeah, you're still talking about a sixteen hundred dollar GPU. So don't uh, don't get yep. too uh, don't get too excited over there about it. Um, you how will uh, how will this play on my uh, GTX? Let me be clear, not RTX. My GTX ten seventy, Brian. What, what what will I what will I do? I probably five frames per second. <laughs> I played I played the game fine. We uh, when when it first came yeah. out, and it I mean, was well, not no ray tracing. We can't do ray tracing. No, though, exactly. Thing, so. Yeah, well, then perfect. I could play it on my Xbox to get ray tracing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, look at my frames jump. I, ray tracing on. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> RTX is always off when you have a video card that's six years old. So, hey, one, okay, so Epic, Epic announced, we were talking about Unreal Engine a little bit. Epic announced a new uh, push that they're doing along with Dove. And they're doing the soap a thing brand? called Real, yes, the, the soap brand, called Real Virtual Be- Beauty. Ugh. Trying to get, um, <laughs> to get, change female representation in video games. Whoa, I don't know if you can pull boy. this up. Yeah, I, I can image. pull it up. Yeah, I'm not, no commenting. I'm not commenting. Now, one thing, one thing I want to say is, so they, they take people that have either, you know, something that's different about them. Like, it looks like someone ha- it has, maybe albinoism or something like that. Uh, someone who maybe has a form of um, a disability, various disabilities, right? And then they have a person who's overweight. And you're saying that a person who has a physical disability or something that's genetically different, from, not saying wrong with them, right? But genetically different from, um, with them, that they're then saying, or oh, you're a woman. You know, and you're, you're, you're in the same classification as a disabled person. Really? You're, you're saying we're representing women and you show a, a woman who's overweight and then you show disabled people. How is that the same thing? Someone who chooses to not control their weight is not the same as someone who's born being Down syndrome. Someone who is forced to be in a wheelchair because they can't use their legs. Or, I mean, I guess someone who has, who has you know, is, is albino, uh, which can, you know, for them, make, make them feel uncomfortable about it. Or you can choose to be overweight. Okay, I have to. I, I, that's my issue. Not that they're re- they're saying because the other people, sure, represent them in video games. But how are you putting them on the same level of classification of what should be a priority as a person just because they're overweight needs to be represented in a video game? How do you know that the one person is? Does it say that? Do we know that that's the case, or, or I mean? It well, looks, what, it what's look, different looks, about them than the rest? It looks like I'm not. Argue, I'm not arguing your point. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just saying. It is. Yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? Like, I I do know what you're saying, but what I don't understand is what are they? So they've taken these people and turned them into avatars, NPCs, like characters. But yeah. for what? Like, what? What? What is this? Is it a? Vi- is it a video game? Well, okay, so we've created a coalition of allies. you got to love when these are yeah, allies. See, they, in the gaming word, industry and word beyond. That always pisses me off. Including Up Epic's Unreal Engine and Women in Games. And together with our Real Virtual Beauty Coalition, we're on a mission to educate and empower game developers to create a healthier... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, healthier? How is that healthier? You're saying it's okay to be morbidly obese. Oh, that does nothing to do with healthier. She's morbidly enough. obese. That's the de- definition of morbidly obese. Go look up the definition. She is the definition. When you say morbidly obese, it's not 700 pounds. It's not 1,000 pounds. Two, 300 pounds is morbidly obese in, in, the te- in a uh, me- uh, medical book. That's the way it is. Um, and so they said, so a healthier, let's see where I went on here, uh, and more diverse representation of girls and women in gaming around the world. Okay, how about you say a more diverse representation of girls and women in the gaming around the world? Not healthier, because by no means does saying putting people that are overweight in your video game is a way of promoting healthier. 
Now, they may say mentally healthier because you shouldn't feel ashamed of being overweight, but you know what? If it's going to cause you to die five, 10 years earlier, maybe you should not view, encourage and say, hey, this is healthier. Because guess what? If we get in a situation where she has to run for help and I have to run for help and we have to go five miles to get there, who's going to make it? Right? It's not her. Point. It's an interesting point. Do you understand? And so <laughs> I, that's I my issue is do not push, do not push healthier on me and then say that's healthier. Now, I would say that that diverse representation, I think you shouldn't be, you shouldn't only put so, perfect women in video games if you're having something that's supposed to be somewhat realistic. Yeah, but right? what is your, yeah, but now, but now you've gotten into the point of, and, and I, I, vehemently disagree with your argument that there's idea this idea of a perfect character in a video game i think in in itself the idea that people say that i think is beyond ridiculous um but how about idealized right there's an idealized idealized, type of female character things like that yeah but i mean that's in every media ever and if that you know that's that's a whole different conversation so it says here, gamers want true-to-life diversity even in the fantasy realm of gaming. What, what about all, all these... Ryan, we, there's a million of these games that offer you to do whatever the hell you want with your character. You can make them as tall can, or yeah, short, as make your own fat or as not. I, I don't understand. Like What What about all these games where you can do all this stuff? You've been able to create you know, RPG characters and games for 25 years. I don't understand what the... Yeah. Like so, what what are they indicating that every single game needs to have a a character customizer where you can make your character as large or as tall or as short or or, or give them a dis? I don't understand. What, like, what are they? I don't understand what they're trying to do. None of it. Do makes you know any what? Sense. What really? Do you want to know what the secret problem that this creates is for for competitive video gaming? Is you have to create a hitbox that when you're playing competitive games against each other, so that. One person's hitbox is not larger than another hit person's hitbox. So when you're playing a game, it's not easier to shoot one character or another. Or you're making everybody's hitbox bigger to match the biggest character you have. Or you're making it to where their hitbox is actually not the, the picture you're seeing on the screen. And so you think you're hitting that character and you're not because you're shooting the sides of them. This creates a major problem where if you're playing a competitive video game and their body sizes are not the same... How do you determine what's a hit on one character versus another and keep them consistent and reliable? This is a big problem for uh, competitive video games. How do you represent women without either making it so people have hit boxes outside of where their bodies are or making it so that people, when they're getting hit, you're shooting them on the side here, but it's not really hitting them because their hit box is here. That's well, a big problem that's not being mentioned. So you will be able to play this, Brian, or it is called the real, it's called real virtual beauty. And you'll be able to actually go in here and apparently do something. Uh, I, I, the, the website does not appear to be live yet, um, but you'll be mm-hmm. able to uh, use the art station platform to play as these uh, various, uh, only women, but uh, various women. That's, how, that's very diverse of them. Well, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, diversity is their middle name. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, I just, I, that, that, I the really thing that don't struck, know what to and say. that's why I pointed out that that's what struck me is you're saying someone with a physical disability that they cannot control, and then you're saying also being obese 
Uh, there's one thing you're there. They, these people are being underrepresented, underrepresented because you generally do not see people that look different than your average, right? In a lot of these video games. Um, but you know what? If Bullshit. Hold on, 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 hold on. Yes, you absolutely do. Look at all the games that we've played over the years. Games like Conan and games like Cyberpunk and World of Warcraft. And you've got demagogues and all of these various things you know the, the it's like it, it's like the notion here brian that that dove is making and 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 i hear you hear this from these women in gaming and all these other nonsensical advocacy groups is that every video game character is a white male and it, it's just not true i mean you can overwatch i mean we just talked about overwatch 2 launching it's got a huge range of characters it has since day one World of Warcraft has been out for 25 years, and you could play as anything you wanted, a dragon, a this, a that, a, a, a Dota. You've got all of these various games. Diablo, you can play with yeah. whoever you want. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. uh, it's just the pandering and the virtue signaling is just so exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see where this goes, but this is something they've been doing. I mean, just you know, you see in in a lot of these games where they they wanted to put women that were bigger than your average, uh, you know, and so they started pushing that in, into a lot of these games. And here's now the it's thing: moving from that to how do you get someone with a wheelchair in in certain games without changing the? But here's it's a the lot thing. of work to make someone to, to be in a wheelchair and have it feel like the same thing as what people they're running around. But 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 here is the important thing. Nobody cares when they just do it. It's when they make yeah. this big deal about how they're morally significantly better than you and anything that you do and you are inferior. If they would just do this stuff in games, nobody would care. Then yeah. they, you can get your more. But see, Brian, it's about the accolades. It's about the. Oh my gosh, Dove and Epic, you're just such good companies and oh, you're just so morally just in everything that you do and you're just phenomenal. Just if you want to add people to the game with disabilities, just add them. Nobody's going to care. Yeah. Nobody's going to yeah. care. Yep. I, and, and, and we'll I mean, see. Brian, I, just... I have never I have never looked at a video game cast list and went, "Oh, I can't play this game because a character looks. I, you know, you know how many decisions I've ever made on playing a video game because of the characters in it. Zero, zero. Well, we that, look, that's like, not. There's the, a lot of games where they. Me. And there was a lot of games where all the men had giant muscles and they all looked a certain way. That didn't make me mad. You know, I'm like, well, I don't look like that guy. Well, no, I don't because it's either a movie or it's a video game, and I don't expect to look like the character that's in the video game. Um, you know, and it now they're getting it towards a lot easier to switch people out. <laughs> made pH matter. It didn't look like them, but yeah, I just I don't I I don't understand the outrage. You know, and now that there's more girls playing video games than there used to be, they're starting to have more representation of girls characters in video games that aren't just the ones made for men to play, right? Uh, but I don't think taking it to a point where you're like, okay, well, we have to have albino people in every game. We have to people have people with some sort of uh, you know Down syndrome or a, a mental disability in every single game. We have to have wheelchairs in every single game. That just doesn't make sense. Different games call for different things. I mean, have a we could have a wheelchair in Rocket League. That'd be perfect. You know, I mean, that'd be crazy. Have a car that's like looks like a wheelchair. You're represented, right? Something. But 
How are you going to fit that into every game? It just doesn't. How are you going to climb a wall in a wheelchair? You know, in certain games, <laughs> climb, up a, climb a ladder. Uh, what are you going to do? Right? How do you represent that? Where can people find you online, Brian? I, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Where can people find All you right. online? If you want to find me at Brian Aldridge, the Gap Parlor, Parlor Getter Truth Social. And if you want to give me findeftech.com, our website, infectionpodcast.com. Hey, we, hey, we made it this far, right? Uh, infectionpodcast.com, <laughs> where on the right-hand side, you can join our server on Discord. And, uh, of course, you can go if you, there's a news topic or something like this you think we should talk about in the next show. Make sure you post the link to it in our news channel. We'll, we'll uh, refer to it before uh, when making our show notes. If you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch and YouTube. Or if you want to listen to it after the fact on our podcast, you can do that through all the links at the lower right-hand side. A lot of different ways and platforms you can do that. If you are going to do that, that means that we have uploaded that particular episode already and have the show notes up on the website. And you can go there and there's links to videos and articles that we refer to, source material, and a video and audio player built right into that page. It makes it really easy. If you want to support us, you can go to the support option up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Brian, you're off the rails. <laughs> you're off the rails today, my man. You're you're off the rails. Yeah, hey, just, just <laughs> let you know what I said. I uh, I want to thank our friend UGX Vibe for hitting us up with the uh, 56 month resubscription. It is greatly <laughs> appreciated. Well, Brian, I'm not sure that we'll be here next week after this this after yeah, this we'll conversation. This may have finally have gotten it. <laughs> Yeah, this this fine. You might have finally driven the dagger, driven the nail far enough, Brian, and that is all she wrote. At least it'd be fitting. It would be our final episode is uh, the stadi- the demise of Stadia. So, I mean, I guess uh, it's all good things do come to an end. <laughs> we went for out with Stadia. Yeah, we went out with Stadia. I guess we had a good run, Brian. Thanks as always. Appreciate it. We'll uh, see yeah. you next Tuesday. All right. See you later. Yes, sir. Well, folks, uh, I, again, I disavow everything that Brian said. If you want to check me out on, uh, on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. You can check out my website, nickcraig.com. Of course, if you missed any portion of this program, maybe you want to check out the real virtual beauty collaboration that Dove and Epic Games are doing. Well, you can find that link on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.